Hey, what's going on guys? It's DK. Back at you with another video here to bring the seven game NBA main slate on Saturday. Before I get into the video, if you guys are new to the channel, welcome. My name is DK. I made daily videos and live stream for NBA and NFL slates on DraftKings. If you're unable to watch these videos, I also upload on Apple Podcasts, link down below. It's called the DK DFS Show. And would appreciate if you could take a minute or two out of your day to leave a five-star rating and review. Every single review just bumps me up in the podcast ranking. So that does help me out a ton. Uh, if you're interested in signing up for premium content, I offer that at paychine.com, an NBA package, as well as an esports package. Esports that includes Call of Duty and CSGO. And I do want to thank Prize Picks for sponsoring this episode. If this is your first time watching these videos, or you're just not familiar with Prize Picks, the idea is so they will post uh, players and fantasy projections or fantasy scores and uh you will either you know take the over or the under and these will move throughout the day so if you see one that's either too high too low you should hop on it then so right now they have eight players like posted for for tomorrow but they'll have a lot more uh, throughout the day and you can mix and match sports they have every single sport you can think of and the fun thing is it's a nice change of pace you're not playing against anyone you're like, no sharks you're just playing against the house so if you guys want to try it out you can sign up and use the code DKDFS. DKDFS, all one word, link down below. You will get a 100% match up to $100. So if you put $100 in, you get a free $100 to play with or 200 total. And I do want to thank all of you guys because we had 9,000 subscribers today. Crazy to think about. Um, yeah, really, really do shout out to all of you guys. Couldn't have done it, uh, couldn't have got here, obviously, without you so uh, if you do enjoy this content if you could leave a like button on the video subscribe if you haven't already and hit the notification bell so you know when i upload videos you know when i live i will be doing a youtube live stream tomorrow so make sure to check it out and let's try to aim for 150 likes on this video all right so before we you you guys are you know it's coming i i Someone explain to me why Marvin Bagley played 19 minutes tonight. Previous game, Marvin Bagley. 35 minutes, 30 plus points. This Kings team, they need offense, plus they needed to win this game. If I mean, obviously it doesn't matter a ton, but like they needed to win that to, to have a chance to make the playoffs. Um, you know. Again, very little offense in the team, right? It's basically him and DeLon Wright. So, what does Luke Walton do? Plays Mo Harkless. 40 minutes for Mo Harkless. Want to hear something else, too? Terrence Davis. So, let me get this straight. When I play Terrence Davis and I'm missing the cash by a couple points. 19 minutes when he was playing well. When I don't have Terrence Davis in, 33 minutes. Why not, right? Why not? 
So my question to you guys is, can someone, like, this is a serious question. How, I know, like, I, I told about coaches a lot, but this this is, like, the big, like, why why is he, why does he still have a job, Luke Walton? 19 minutes for Marvin Bagley. All right, so the rest of my lineup, DJ Augustine, DeLon Wright, DeMar DeRozan, James Johnson, Bamba, Murray, Olenek, and Bagley. And this was, a, this was an interesting slate because there was a lot of good value, but the guys at the top, like, didn't look amazing, right? You had Jokic against the Jazz. You had Luka against a slow team, Cavaliers. Um, so this is one where I was like, I kept messing with roster construction, and I... I <laughs> Uh, I had a good one. I had a good one. I had, uh, so it's messing with a little bit, but originally I had Luca in here, but then I was like, okay, that's going to be the chalk build because there's so much value that it like forced you onto Luca because um, there's just so many good, you know, forward plays and center plays that you almost needed to play like four guys, right? You had, you had Johnson, James Johnson, you had Najee Marshall, you had Mo Bamba, you had um, Kelly Olenek, you had KJ Martin, you had Bagley who at the time, you know, everyone thought it was a really good play. Um, so there's a lot of good forward plays that kind of, you know, almost forced you onto a guy like Luca. So I'm thinking, all right, how can I get different here? I'm like, all right, let me see if I can get like a, a completely balanced build while still using some of that good value. So who, do, you know, I went to DeRozan, low owned. I went to DeJounte Murray, low owned. I'm figuring, okay, I'm just going to kind of stack that game. I think that game has a lot of upside. I'll stack that to get different. Uh, and it looked good until, you know, Marvin Bagley played 19 minutes. So... <laughs> And yeah, the other build I was looking at, because I just kept messing with it, was Damian Lillard and KJ Martin in for DeJounte Murray and Marvin Bagley. If I go the other way, I'm $5,000 richer. So, <sighs> this last week, coaches have been tilting us, like trolling us, I feel like. Uh, and also the first half for James Johnson, nine minutes. Nine minutes for James Johnson in the first half. Luckily, he played more in the second half, but... All right. That, I mean, that's enough tilting, guys. You, I'm just fed up. Luke Walton, I, I can't, cannot believe that. And it's not like Marvin Bagley was 40%, right? He's a high-owned player. Just... I uh, don't even know what to say. Don't even know what to say. But all right, we got we got a nice seven gamer. So let's let's talk about this one. Thunder and Warriors at two twenty three and a half over under. Warriors fourteen and a half point favorites. Right now, that is all that is on the board. We'll start off with Washington and Indiana. So looks like one of the best best games in the slate for sure. I mean, so um, the rest of Washington. Brad Beal at 9.6K, always in play. Definitely in play as part of a game stack here, right? Two teams play very little defense. I expect this total to be 240 plus. So um, Beal, definitely in play for GPPs. Rui Hashimura, 5'2". Again, maybe it's part of a game stack, but I don't love it. This another... Uh, Washington with... Shoot, God, I'm, I'm losing it. Washington with... Uh, Washington with Scott Brooks and the bigs. Rick Carlisle... Uh, with, with uh, the Dallas rotation and then Luke Walton. Oh, I'm tired of them. I am so tired of all of them. So let's just talk about this, all right? Daniel Gafford and the game with Milwaukee, 14 minutes, has a double-double. Quote after the game, someone asked him, hey, Daniel Gafford played really well. Don't you think he deserves more playing time? Scott Brooks, yeah. Next game, 15 minutes. <laughs> why, 
why? I, I, I know I say that every video, but why does he not play? Like, you're playing Robin Lopez. I don't care Robin Lopez at a good game. Like, you're playing Robin Lopez and Alex Len. It's just, I, I just, yeah. That that tilts me, too. All right, so moving on to the Pacers. Um, once again, we have Brogdon, Sumner, Lamb, all questionable. Assuming all those guys are out, I think Sabonis is a good GBP play. Maybe not a cash game play at 10-5, but again, definitely part of a game stack. He's gone for 70-plus uh, two last four games. Karis LeVert been very up and down uh, last three games, 52-24, and then 63. I know some of you guys played him here. You're probably super tilted because the next game he goes for 63. Um, but yeah, both both the main Indiana guys I think are firmly in play for GPPs. Brissett a little bit too pricey. McConnell not playing enough minutes for me to consider him. Aaron Holiday. Um, when I play him, 27 minutes, 13 fancy points. Next game, 31 minutes, 31 fancy points. Why not, right? Um, no, but seriously, if Aaron Holiday starts, I think he's a pretty solid value. I think we get about 30 minutes from him. Uh, McDermott at 4-2, like probably gets close to 30 minutes. Again, though, he's got to hit his shots. Uh, so it's a pretty low floor. Not going to Goga. Tried that last time. Uh, he barely played. So uh, if we get the same rotation as last game for the Pacers, it's going to be almost a seven-man rotation. But the previous game, when I'm high in the Pacers value, they extended to 10-man rotation. So it's like, what rotation are we going to get? My guess is it's going to be, you know, a thinner rotation, seven, eight-man rotation here for the Pacers. So there are definitely some interesting plays here for tournaments. Detroit, Philadelphia, really not much here. Jeremy Grant expected to play. Um, Mason Plumlee going to be in. I don't want to play him against Embiid. That takes Sadiq Bay, Isaiah Stewart out of play for me. Corey Joseph is questionable. Um, if he plays, he's a viable tournament play. He had a big game last game. If he misses, again, I don't like Killing Hayes. Not too is not like that cheap. There's just not much here for the Pistons, right? They're that most of the veterans are going to play here, so um, I'll probably be staying away from this team. On the Philadelphia side, again, it's Embiid, right? If you think this game's going to stay competitive, you can go for a monster game and 33 minutes went for 60 plus fancy points. So do like Embiid for GPPs, but I'm probably going to stay away from everything else here for Philly. Memphis, Toronto. So on the Memphis side, John Morant, 8-4. Again, just a GBP play, right? So up and down right now, it's hard to trust him. The minutes are there. Production, up and down. Now, Jonas Valanciunas, a little bit more intrigued by here. So this game, fouled out in 20 minutes, not worried about it. The other two games, 35 in regulation and 32. So it's looking like he's going to play, you know, closer to 35 minutes in regulation. If that's the case, sign me up for some Jonas Valanciunas. So I do like him there at that price. Slow-mo at 6.1K, you know, 25 to 30 minutes. Doesn't, maybe a little bit pricey. I hate playing Dylan Brooks. Triple J at 5.7, viable tournament play, but he's, I don't really think he has the upside of playing a ton of minutes. Desmond Bain fell for that last game, which means he's going he's gonna to go out and go for 40-plus this game after he burned everyone, including myself. Um, Clark at 3.7 will play about 20 minutes. Decent point for a guy, but... Um, I just, I, don't, I just don't trust the Memphis value. They run two deep rotations. Really, the main guy I'm focusing on for Memphis is Jonas Valanciunas. Now, on the Toronto side, they're just resting everyone basically besides Siakam. So, Siakam, I think, is one of the better plays this late. Uh, two of the last three games, 70-plus for him. So, yeah, do like Siakam a good amount. I do like Ken Birch at 6-1. Um, I think he probably plays 35 minutes. Um, so, I think he's a solid play. And then we got to consider the values. So I'm guessing Malachi Flynn starts. If he does start, I like him for value. I know he's been bad recently, but just like they don't have any other options here. So assuming he starts, I like Flynn. Gary Trent Jr., a guy I hate playing, but he's probably going to play big minutes. Again, he's got to hit his shots, but it's like someone's got to score the ball besides Siakam. So those two firmly in play. 
And then you have like the gross value, like Stanley Johnson, DeAndre Bembry. Um, yeah, I'm guessing Stanley starts. Bembry probably plays, you know, 25 off the bench. Those two are at least playable on this one just because Toronto is really, really shorthanded. OKC and Golden State. Oh, God, I just... This OKC team is just, I just avoid these guys. Um, maybe one of these guys will have a good game, right? It was Maladon at the big game last game. It just could be anyone. They run a deep rotation, 10-man rotation, blowout risk here. I'm just going to stay away from this team. Like, if you if you want to take shots and feel really good about, like, a Moses Brown or Ty Jerome off the bench, or Ro- like, you, you can go there. It's just not for me. I, I'm just not going, I'm not messing with this Oklahoma City team. Now, on the Golden State side, Steph Curry, if you think this game can stay competitive, could have a monster game in a blowout, one for 53 fancy points. Like him for GBPs. Draymond, again, I don't know if he's a cash game play for that a blowout reason, but if this game can stay competitive, again, you can see a big game from Draymond. Um, still no Ubre, so Bazemore should start, should play about 30 minutes, but the price doesn't really stand out. There's just not a ton here. Like Looney's at 4 3, he'll play 25 to 30 minutes, but a little bit too pricey. So not much there for the value there for Golden State. San Antonio and Portland. So um, DeRozan, DeJounte Murray, like his, uh, like their respective prices. I think DeRozan, a little bit safer. He should play 35-plus minutes. It's a really good matchup. Um, you know, this is a game the Spurs probably have to win. So uh, I do like DeRozan there at the top. Murray definitely in play as well, but a little more of the GPP play. Now, all right, let me let me check out the rest of the minutes for the Spurs. Um, I want to see how many Yaka Pertl played. I was a little bit worried about his minutes tonight, but um, let me see what he finished with. So they ran a nine-man rotation. Oh, so Pirtle played 35 minutes. 35 minutes. And he, he had a big game. 11, 11, 10, 4. Four blocks and a steal. I was like, hey, if I knew Pirtle was going to play 30-plus minutes, I would play him. He absolutely went off. So um, will we get those minutes again? I'm not sure. But this is a big front court for Portland. So if we get close to 35 again from Pirtle, I like him there at that price. Now, Lonnie did start. He played 33 minutes. Uh, he's at 4K. Fair value play, assuming he starts again. And then off the bench, Rudy Gay played 24. Patty Mills played 22. So they did thin the rotation a little bit. I think Rudy Gay is a fine value play too, just because he's a solid point permanent guy. So there are some guys I've mentioned for the Spurs. It's just because um, this is a big game, and uh, I do think they're going they're going to run a similar rotation. So do some interest in the Spurs. On the Blazers side, again, Dame has been on fire. Another big game here against Lakers. That's five straight now, 50-plus fancy point games. This is a decent matchup here. Uh, I think Dame is firmly in play. CJ kind of been taking a back seat, but we know he still can have upside. Don't mind him as the contrarian play. Nurkic, I like a good amount. He had a big game today. He should play about 30 minutes. So uh, the big three there for Portland, all in play. The rest of the Blazers, I'm probably going to pass on. Like Powell and Covington in the middle will be there, but there's kind of just secondary plays. All right, Houston and Utah. So on the Houston side, guessing we're going to have another eight-man rotation. That's my guess. So, like, Augustine, Jeffries, Lamb, House, Brooks, Martin, Olenek, and then it was uh, Kier, Kyrie Thomas, right? So, we'll start with, with Kelly Olenek at 8.6K. Now, did only play 31 minutes. That's that's less unusual than, than 36 and 39 the previous two games, but still went for 54. Again, like, even though it's a bad matchup, Olenek is going to be the number one on offense here. So, I'm perfectly fine with him for GPPs. I think KJ Martin is one of the better value plays this late. He's going to play about 40 minutes. He's gone for 50 and 47 last couple games. So, like like some KJ Martin. Uh, Armani Brooks at 4-6. Actually had a good game. I took him out of my lineup for, for DJ Augustine. That was obviously a mistake. Because um, we really hadn't seen much upside from Armani Brooks. So, he goes off for 40 kind of randomly. I think he's still fine. Daniel Hollis, I was a little bit surprised he actually played in this one. But did only play 16 minutes. Um, Lamb started and played 35 minutes. Again, definitely viable. Augustine started and played 
30 like 29 minutes so like basically every single player for houston is in play assuming they have it's the same rotation of basically basically seven man rotation because house just played a little bit off the bench so um yeah houston team is definitely a team i've interested in we'll keep an eye on some news if any other guys can play that would change some things on the jazz side so bojan almost went for 50 real life points 66 fancy points i think he is definitely playable for gbps don't expect that again though he does have a summer of four he's not hitting his shots clarkson and these are the two guys that have the most upside clarkson in a big game um he did have eight assists and five boards which is interesting to see but still more of a gbp play for me gobert at that price doesn't really stand out ingles at six nine doesn't really have the upside of those, of those two but probably has maybe a little bit of a higher floor um yeah, so really, if you're shooting for the upsides, Clarkson and Bojan for GPPs. And if this game tends to competitive, you could see a big game from one or both those guys. Finally, Brooklyn and Denver. So, Kevin Durant, 10-2. Kyrie Irving, 10-K. Both those guys are viable here, even though the matchup's not the best. Kevin Durant, uh, last couple games, have been a little bit uh, down, while Kyrie Irving's went off. 60-72 and 72 last couple games. Um, I don't think either are a priority play here, but they're they're still you know good spend ups because they're going to play about forty minutes in a close game, and that's where the offense runs. So both KD Kyrie Irving firmly in play here in this one. The value for the Nets, I'm just going to stay away from. There's just not much here. Like DeAndre Jordan, if he starts, I could see, actually see going to him. Like this this could be a game where he might have to play more against a big team like Denver. Uh, I don't really know if like Blake can handle Jokic or like Nick Claxton. So like maybe if DeAndre Jordan starts, you can consider him for value finally denver so nicole Jokic in this matchup i really like one of the best possible shots against this brooklyn nets front court so really really do like Jokic. i think mpj is definitely viable more of a tournament play though at the price for me Camposo at five six he should play 30 plus minutes i think he's a safer play because again he, he's got the floor with the uh peripheral stats aaron gordon at four nine did play 30 minutes the last game but i just he's really more out there for his defense at this point um, and then value guys, so Millsap started, he played 26 minutes. I think if he starts again, he's a pretty fair value play. And you can consider guys like Austin Rivers on the bench. He played 27 minutes. Jermichael Green got some decent run, 21 minutes. Uh, and then with uh, the, the big front court, JaVale McGee played the backup five. He's nothing more than a punt play, but we've seen him go for like 20 fancy points in like 15 minutes. So if you want to get super contrarian, you can take a shot there. But realistically, again, it is Jokic at the top. It is Camposo in the mid range and a couple of viable value plays and guys like Millsap, Austin Rivers, maybe even a Jermichael Green. So that is going to do it for the video today, guys. If you haven't enjoyed the content this far, I would really appreciate if you leave the like button on the video, subscribe if you haven't already, and hit the notification bell so you don't want to upload videos you don't want to live. And thankfully, we don't have to deal with Luke Walton in the slate. We do have to deal with Scott Brooks, but that's another story. Um, so, yeah, thanks again, guys. Have a good night, and I'll see you all tomorrow in the live stream.